Welcome to Brighten Mind Podcast. I'm your host, Vicky Parchimento. Here I'll be sharing you ways to brighten your mind and increase your inner joy and peace while living life beautifully within and emulating love to others and yourself. Brighten your mind to brighten your life and brighten your world. Welcome to episode seven of Brighten Mind Podcast. Today we're going to be listening on an interview that was done by my friend James uh, on his Wellness What podcast and we're going to be discussing light versus darkness. You can find James on Instagram at at James underscore A underscore T-E-E and also www.james-trong.com. T-R-U-O-N-G dot com. So let's go ahead and listen to this interview regarding light versus darkness. <laughs> Welcome back to the Wellness One podcast. And uh, joining us live uh, with Vicky from Brighton Mind or at Brighton Mind. Oh, look, hey, someone's online. <laughs> uh, so Hello. where did we meet? That's a good question. We met at... Yeah. Uh, it was, how many years ago was that? Two thousand twelve. Yeah, probably. In, in, yeah, in Texas, I believe. Or no, not Texas. We're yeah, maybe Las Vegas. Nah, I wasn't at the Las Vegas one. No, not, not okay. Then it uh, was. Were you at Nashville? Nashville. Oh, Nashville. 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 Yeah, Nashville. Nashville. Two thousand twelve. Two thousand twelve in Nashville. Has it been? That was a good year, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good year. A lot of changes, a lot of shifts. So. It was good. I remember seeing you guys were motivated people mm. coming all the way from Australia. You, I remember you telling me you'd come to a 17, come you, when you arrived in Nashville, it was like a 17 hour flight Yeah. and you guys arrived a couple hours before and you guys were all pumped in energy. So I was very inspired by that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, had a flight from a stitch somewhere from Canada, somewhere in the States, then to Nashville. Mm. So you guys came really far. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> This was back in the day when we were going through like the seminar circuits and stuff and uh, going yeah. to like a lot yeah. of the personal development things. So, uh, yeah, like clubs and yeah, so yeah, all that fun it's stuff. Really, it's a good thing. You get to meet, you get to meet. That's the thing with like success, success clubs or like networking. You get mm. to meet people, build those relationships. And how many years later? It's already eight years later. Yeah. Like you're Australia, I'm Canada. So we're still, you know, we're still in connection. Still have that so connection. Like, yeah. People. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's cool. We still got some memories as well, which is really cool. <laughs> yeah, a lot of cool memories. I remember always just seeing you guys at events and yeah, it, was, yeah. it was really good. Yeah. Really happy to see you guys actually, because you guys were the Australians. <laughs> so, Vicky, <laughs> yeah. so, why don't you tell people, like, um, you know, uh, what you're about and, you know, a bit about, about your background and where you're from and just about yourself? Yeah, sure. So, my background, um, I. Um, my background's more on like, like with schooling or just in general. Uh, just in general, like you yeah, know, what got you into I personal development? Did did more of the you know finished schooling on IT and and you know it's it very interesting. Um, but during that corporate ladder, I journey, I felt like something was missing, hmm. and that's when I looked into like personal development at age. 12. 20, and I remember I mentioned this to you, James, it was, the first book that got me was Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's quite, quite interesting. Um, just the, just how that's, uh, I don't know, just how it change, can change your mind. Like coming from finishing school and reading mm. that book, that's one of the big books you can re- read 
like coming out of school or even during school can change your mind. So what was your biggest takeaway um, from there? Yeah. What was your biggest yeah. takeaway from the book that at that moment in time? Well, the biggest takeaway, yeah, and that's a good one. The biggest takeaway was that your money can work for you rather than you have to work so hard for the rest of your life. So, mm, okay. um, and your money can work with you through like suggestions he gives, like starting a business, like investing, real estate. So, yeah, and then from there, I did take some concepts uh, from the book and mm. you know learned how to earn more money than what people were earning in my job. Because yeah. I was not being a junior, I wasn't earning as much as the higher-paid individual. So it's pretty, pretty cool, like mm. learning that that knowledge, like James, like that knowledge that I learned from that twenty-dollar book, and then ending up having to go to a five hundred-dollar course. Yeah, I paid in like multiples. So that's why I say knowledge is power. It's it's, it's amazing. Um, and from there, I just really loved like the personal development side of things, mm. and yeah, I, I just want want to share the knowledge that I've learned since yeah for how many years now it's almost been like yeah 16 plus years so it's quite quite interesting yeah quite interesting how um how you come about this stuff so yeah it's true <laughs> yeah and you know we were saying like yesterday like how not every single person is like the be all and end all like no one's like one guru that covers everything like every single person is different yeah. and they have their own journey and they have their own kind of like perspective that they can share um what was what's something that you want to kind of like bring forth for people that you want to reach in terms of your audience and um what kind of impact do you want to make just a big picture kind of idea yeah that's a really good question james that's a really good one very deep yeah. <laughs> uh the, the one thing that i definitely want is to uh well Earlier, a few years ago, I learned about the concept about your mind being more like in like you can get into darkness versus the light. Yeah. And, you know, it's still it stuck with me. And then I mentioned to you before, like three years ago, I was in a bookstore that had over a thousand, 10,000 books in Asia. Yeah. And the one small book is like this small that um, really caught my eye was the book called The Brightened Mind. And it was only about 50 pages, but it was very, because it really it brought me into thinking like, wow, like if people just learned how to brighten their mind, yeah. like in their life and they can brighten their world. So not only that, but you brighten the people around you through mm. you changing your, yourself. I really believe that it does start in your mind because mm. there are certain things that your, your mind is just so, just so powerful. Like it's, it just amazed me. That's that's the one thing. If if I can help people like brighten their minds one person at a time, eventually it can go even. They can possibly ten people who can probably impact a hundredfold, and then going. So just just that just that concept of really really mad like your mind like, for success so, mm. and just brightening it just lightening it up and just removing the, 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 the dark residue that you might have picked up growing up. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. And like, where do, where do we, where does this yeah. dark residue stuff come from? Cause like, obviously like with the content and stuff like that we're both putting out, I mean, you put out a lot of stuff on your at Brian mind, like Instagram page and some of your personal stuff as well. But, um, where do you think a lot of this, this negativity comes from? I mean, is it just inherent with who we are as people or like, is it taught to us? Like, what do you think? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, so I've 
from what I understand, like the studies that like I've learned and just like the different mindsets, it, I thought it only came from parents mm. because they're the ones who program you, um, who not program you, but I mean, <laughs> they're the ones who teach you certain things, teach you certain beliefs. Yeah. Uh, they say that from age one to five, it's very impactful what you say to a child or what, how you, how you treat the child or what you, what you say to, for, for them to believe you. Like that's almost, it's like 65% of what they'll take in their life. Oh, really? Um, and you know, up to the age 18. Yeah. Like it's interesting that yeah. study and up to age 18, hold no, almost 2000, no, over 250,000 times. And by the time um, you're 18 as well, you're you're told yes around 2,000 times. So you're always oh, in really? the negative. You're never in the affirmative growing up. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was just about parents. So that's one thing. But another thing is also you're also energetically connected to people around you mm. and also what they call the collective consciousness in the world. Whatever thought someone brings out, it actually goes into your mind as well. And that's why it's so important to associate with like-minded people because yeah. their energy, you actually pick up. And the thoughts they have energetically picks up in your mind as well. Mm. So that's pretty interesting. It's not just your parents. It's your environment. You're around your your, your friends. Yeah, just even... you. Oh, another thing, James, is what yeah. you read and what you listen to and what um, watch on the internet or anything even movies that scare you it actually impacts uh it actually has an effect on your your body what you're programming into your mind as well it's pretty yeah. interesting because it's it's really yeah. um when you're watching like a scary movie or like something that's a thriller or something that's suspenseful you actually get into that especially if the movie's like really good you really get into it right and then you can physically feel yeah. the fear yeah. when when you're in that in that moment so your mind can't really tell the difference between what it's watching and like you know the experience that it's feeling like seems to have a huge impact on her. <laughs> Very true. Oh yeah, I mean the it's interesting Esther Hicks would say she's the author of an amazing book Ask It Is Given. Good book. She yeah. would say why would you co-create your future by watching something that scares you? Hmm. Well, it depends on the person cuz some people I have some friends who like love scary movies and it yeah. makes them happy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they get the shock. But yeah. the individual who really it makes them feel bad inside, mm. her quote was saying, you're co-creating your future. You're mm. creating more of that fear in the future. So it's it's quite interesting how how just that, those feelings that you get. Like, I, I can give an example. Yesterday, we were watching, like, an action movie, and I was feeling that suspense, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's crazy yeah. how it impacts and make your feelings really impact your feelings that actually impact your thoughts. So it's really, really important mm. to um, watch what you be mindful. Yeah. Be, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> be mindful and, of what you watch. Yeah. It's a really big, big thing. Mindfulness. So yeah. yeah. And we, yeah. we, we don't really get taught that that much really like, you know, just like growing up and stuff like that. And I think like normal people, like from where we come from, you know, our parents don't really, think about that stuff that much um i'm not sure about you but like no. yeah never really get that kind of advice when i was a kid <laughs> no i never did but the one thing that my mom told me growing up and i never believed her was yeah. stop hanging around those bad those bad 
of influences are going to turn out just like them. Yeah. And I remember that in grade eight and I'm like, I don't believe in that. And then it, I ended up being kind of, yeah, like kind of following the negative influences hmm. and yeah, it's, it's true. So that was one of the, and the one thing my mom, my mom, uh, she was she she would always say whatever you put to your mind work hard you can get it so I did get yeah. that kind of influence growing up she was tough but it's the one thing I always remember whatever you put to your mind you can get it because my mom came from she was one of her there's a family of 10 she was one of the only ones who didn't oh, get wow. an education yeah I think she just got high school and okay. doing some college courses in Calgary and she ended up being one of the most successful oh that's because cool she worked hard yeah 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 so yeah it's really interesting there's no excuses like it's the yeah, yeah. excuses you put in your mind yeah it actually got me thinking about like because you know like my parents they came from the war like they grew up in vietnam and around that time when the vietnam war kind of broke out and um something that i've been finding out recently in terms of you know after going through a lot of the events and uh doing a lot of like internal work and stuff like that was that a lot of the patterns and beliefs that got taught to me when i was a kid were actually stemming from the things that they created from the traumas of the war. And I didn't realize that that was actually a thing. Like, it just, it was like, why do they keep telling me this? Like, where does this belief come from? It was like, you know, there's certain things that they would say that just doesn't make sense in today's contemporary society. And it's like, where does that even come from? And then I think back, it's like, oh, they came from this place. And in that place, food was scarce or like, you know, you didn't have that much freedom to go and do what you want to do. You couldn't just walk out the door and be safe. So they had to create certain patterns that kept them safe during that time. And they kept that. And then those things inherently passed down or they were taught to us when we were growing up. But I don't think they realized that that's what they were doing. That was just stuff that they created, which is really, really interesting. Like to see where not just where your patterns come from, but where does the belief system that the people who are teaching, where does that belief system come from? And where did that stem from? Like, I don't know if you have a similar experience. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I, I don't have, like, my parents are luckily, they came to Canada on their own. But my, mm. my girlfriend's parents, they, they went through the same thing. They're low Asian. Yeah. And they had to pick up, they had to stop what they're doing and immediately go to Thailand to to escape from the communism and the, that war, the Vietnam War that was being influenced into the country. And, you know, it's, I see she mentions it too, like they, they have the, the, the mentality of scarcity, the hoarding. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, she would try to give advice, but then she realized I can't give them advice. I mean, this is what they, I, I can't help them, I can't change their ways. This is just how they were, um, influenced by and basically all those those the terror and that feeling that they got when mm. they were refugees and coming to Canada so it's so true James it's so true yeah because I do see some of those um, influences in in her because that's just what she was told growing up but yeah. it's, it's so interesting like how how impactful that can be just one event that one event how it can pass down to generations and generations and that's why I mentioned the other day you have to do that mm. energetic clearing yeah you know, there's a clearing technique. Um, it's called the Motion Code by, by Dr. Brad Nelson, and he actually does clear the clearing that his technique does. It clears inherited past emotions that you inherited hmm. from your family. So it's quite interesting. Like there are a lot of emotions that you can clear from what you're passed down, 
and it, it's just yeah it's just amazing stuff so it's always good to to remove those those um yeah those <laughs> yeah oh that's really interesting because that that brings on to a topic yeah. that we wanted to talk about which was the, the idea of like light versus dark which um again yeah. i mentioned from i saw one of your things that you posted up on instagram the thing with the star wars where it was like there's this idea of this energetic thing of like there being a kind of like a light light side where things are positive and good and there's a force for darkness which is you know like the sith and darth vader and all that kind of stuff and there's very distinct differences between the two but we as people we get influenced by either one or the other you want to elaborate more on that <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's it's interesting. Like we mentioned, the Star Wars movie, and the, the one of my mentors told me before is that that those, those movies they they are they are seeds. They're they're dropping they're planting seeds to people, the masses, that there is such thing as a dark side and light side. And um, another thing I was told is that when you don't know about the dark side versus light side, and if you don't even know about the dark side, it's it's kind of like not mentioned about dark side and light side so the dark side is being like motivated by like pain like you know if you think of the movie star wars darth vader he was motivated by pain because he was afraid that his wife would pass away but he uses that anger to motivate him compared to the light side think of a jedi you're using peace and love to motivate you Mm. motivating being motivated on the dark side yes you can get a lot you can get like you can get all the, the fancy material things you want you can get everything you want in life. You can get even more and more and more. But if you keep filling your life with the material things to make yourself happy, that's not, that's more of like dark side-ish. Yeah. You have to be the one who wins. You're, you, you're motivated by anger. You want everyone to lose and you only be the only one to be the only one to be want to win yeah. in life. Uh, the light side is like, you want others to win. You genuinely love other people and you genuinely are happy as a person, no matter if you're living in a mansion or if you're living in an apartment, you are genuinely happy person. Now, I'm not saying like the light side, you can't get those material things. Yes, you can and you can be happy, but you won't get as much as if you were on the like as as if you're on the dark side. So the dark side is faster. Uh, light side is more lighter and it's it's interesting because I, I remember you mentioned James when you were in sales. Yeah. Like you had those dark side kind of manifestation feelings. You saw those yeah. people. Those people. You had other people. You could share that story. The people were earning, and you yeah, they're doing the. <laughs> you saw what they were doing. Yeah, right? it's very it's very common in the uh, because I come from a sales background. It's very common. In like uh, actually, I came from like door to door, so like knocking on people's doors like every day. Um, very very grind work. Um, trying to talk to people that don't want to talk to you um, and you try to sell them something on the spot. So it is very fine. Li- there is a very fine line between uh, doing like sales tactics and getting into more unethical stuff as opposed to, you know, wanting the best for the customer because you're on commission only and that your result or your sales result is directly impacting your ability to eat food or like, you know, sustain yourself by getting a paycheck and stuff like that. Um, so people did lean more towards doing dodgy stuff, unethical things, and there was always that inner conflict of like, okay, do I do this and get the money, or do I do this and be nice to the person and like try not to sell them something they obviously can't afford? Like, there was that internal conflict of was like, I could just say that and they would probably buy it, 
but I know internally they probably can't afford it. Like, so that means that in the short term I could get money, but then I also know inherently that's probably not the right thing to do. Um, but I know a lot of the people, they would just go, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, my job is to make sales, so I'm just going to do that anyway. It's very easy to just to just go in that way, to justify why doing something is okay, I guess. But it's interesting. Yeah. Like, it's, I think it's what you're talking about is like one comes from a place of lack, um, is motivated from almost like a fear of loss. And the other one comes from a place of being an abundant and knowing that there's more than enough mm -hmm. to go around and that no matter what other people do, like they're not taking away from your own ability mm -hmm. to create your, I guess your life and, and, and get what you want to get. Um, and it just seems like there's those two spaces or those two energies are very, very distinct in that, in that way. Is that sound accurate? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's true. And, and I mentioned the other day, it's like, if you, that book, how to be rich by JP Getty, I mean, that's, mm. that's dark side there. Yeah. And also like, there are good, there are good nuggets of gold, but if you really read into it, there are some, and especially that movie, um, all the money in the world, like that guy was manifesting on the dark side. He didn't care about family. Like that's 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 one thing I mentioned too is that many of these highly billionaire successful people on their deathbed were quoted. Like one of them specifically was quoted, "What do you want more? Like what would have you what have you been done if you like before you passed in your life? Like what would it be?" And then the one thing he said is like, "I just want more money." Yeah. It wasn't more love, wasn't more happiness, it wasn't more joy. I just want more money, just to say that he they had the most money in the world. So it's, it's, that's definitely dark side. I mean, you're not, you're not, you're not being that, like that, you're not having that inner peace that you were there, mm. like to have an experience in the world. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just very interesting. These dark and, and, and uh, light side manifestations. Mm. And it's interesting how you mentioned like people, they just, when you're in sales, like people will do anything. They'll say those dodgy things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then kids, if they just, it's just, it's the same thing, not knowing about the light and dark side is about mentioned earlier, is when kids don't know about the bad things about drugs, the disadvantages, it's the same thing as kids not knowing about the dark side versus light or growing up not knowing about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, James, if you knew about the light side and dark side growing up, I'm sure you'd be in that sales position and be like, that's like dark side manifestation. I'm going to go this way. I'm going to see what best I can do for the client, what's their best interest. Because I know deep down, uh, if they do good, I'll do good as well. So, isn't that interesting? Mm. I just, it's so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, like, I think, I guess, I guess you're right. Like, you don't really get taught this stuff. Um, you don't really get taught. I think we intuitively have a feeling as to, you know, oh, that's right. <laughs> we intuitively have a yeah. feeling as to what's right and what's wrong, and you know, like right and wrong is too extreme of words to use. It's more like what's more beneficial for us and what's less than beneficial for us. Um, we kind of have a sense of if I do this, then this, we have a feeling that this is probably not the best thing for us. Yeah, so we don't really get told or taught this like early on, but we have that intuitive sense that, okay, if I do this, this may be beneficial. Yeah. And we do, if we do the other way, it might not be beneficial. But then... But then society and our friends and our family and all the stuff that is in the physical world tell us 
No, that's okay. You should just do that. Like they, they're programming or like their belief system or just how we operate in, um, I guess society in general, uh, kind of overrides our intuition in that sense as to what yeah. we feel might be the right thing to do. That. Yeah. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting because we were, we've been told, we like growing up, you're told about bad and good. But yeah. you're never told about what you eventually get to when you get to bad or good. I mean, like someone can just keep focusing on and doing like the bad in life. And, yeah. you know, things look like they work out. But eventually, I think ultimately they're they're not happy. So mm. and they're not. They, that's, the, that's the key with like the one thing I want to like maybe broadcast like with like Bright Mind is like like having that inner peace. Because that inner peace is number one. That, that's, that's the number one that matters. In the, like at the mm. end of your life it's like having like that source energy and you and and being genuinely happy and being genuinely at peace with where you are in life it's yeah. it's, it's 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 a different mind than wanting to always want more and more and more in order to fill that void when that void will never be filled what do you think causes someone to um want more and more like what was that 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 um what's another way to say it? what what do you think causes someone to have that insatiable desire to have more but never have it fulfilled oh i feel like the thing that would cause it is um wanting it's yeah it's the i feel like it would definitely come from the dark side manifestation and you just you feel like it's because you're not at you're not in alignment like when you feel like you always want more and more, like I've I've been there like a few years ago. That I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna get this and I'm gonna be more happy. If I get yeah. this, I'll be more happy. But every time you got that thing, whatever maybe material thing or whatever you wanted in life, and then that happiness lasted for a few, it didn't even last long. Yeah. Then you knew deep down, like that's that's when you feel like okay, I gotta keep going. It's like a vicious circle. Yeah. Like you just want more and more. That's when you have to come to the point in your life, and you're like, "Wait, there's something that's missing." Yeah. Like if you if you keep filling that void and you feel like something's missing, like that's when you know that you're if you're you know if you're self aware enough to know, that's when you know that you keep you're not at in alignment and you're not at peace. Mm. Um, and the way the number one way to know that you are at peace is that when you feel good now, like you have that that emotion following like your emotions like when you get that thing you feel happy but deep down inside you know like your intuition yeah deep down inside you can feel in your intuition it doesn't feel right but in your mind you're like this feels good so that's another thing too is like when we mentioned earlier like our the other time we were speaking is that the in your intuition is that will never steer you wrong and yeah. that's why i said like that I've heard that this time it's the intuition age, like it's moving on from the information age. And that's a really good question because it's, it's very, it's very true about, um, a lot of things like a lot of things. Yeah. Like yeah. I have a lot of people you, that like, I know. You, like earlier when you, you were doing your skills, like you had that intuition, that gut feeling, mm. right? You, you have to follow that gut feeling and you have to work on your intuition. Like, Right, like as like, as when you're born, you're like you're born with intuition, you know. But yeah. like when you it starts to depreciate and different, decompress the older you get. But the more you get back to that and follow your intuition, really, really, your gut feeling. Yeah. Then that's when you know, yeah, things will work out. Mm. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. 
I mean, because I know like a lot of people that fall into that space of like they they just want more, like, and not in like a really good way. It's like it's kind of like almost like a toxic way where like okay, this I I achieve this thing, and then when I get there, there's more. Like there's it's never enough to fulfill that that need for what they're really looking for is just I guess like inner peace in a sense. They're looking. Yeah, they just want inner. Yeah, but they they they've externalized for some reason they've externalized the um the feeling onto something else. They're like, okay, I need to achieve this first for myself to allow myself to feel inner peace. Where you don't really need to set up that rule. You can just feel inner peace right now if you really wanted to, right? But for some reason they've set it up that way, and you know, especially when you've given up your responsibility to something that's not yourself. Um, whether it's to an object or something happening or another person in a relationship, for example, then I think that leads to that type of, I guess, negative behavior or that negative type of energy where you're always needing needing stuff. Yeah, I think also too, like we do live in a society where, where you know, we're being advertised to like certain mm. things. Like if you get it, you'll be happy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like, I've I've seen other countries where. Yeah, like you go to like another country that is not as maybe developed, but you could see their their citizens citizens are happy. Yeah, because they know that if they're just fed, and they they're breathing and they're alive, like that gives them inner peace. Yeah, right. Compared to, um, I, I guess uh, our our society's more like your country. Our you know they're yeah we're more, um, I guess it's more Christiany. <laughs> like we. <laughs> Materialistic driven. <laughs> you you got to get that new thing. You got yeah, yeah. to get that new car. You got to get that new house. You got to just like show up, but then you, you want more, 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 and that's that's more the dark side manifestation. Mm. It's just you're not you're not content, and um, it's it's that's the reason why. Like I know, um, yeah, different teachings with different like mindsets. That's what they they call like enlightenment. You know, yeah. you're you want to get to that enlightenment because that's 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 where you're a hundred percent like at inner peace mm. and you know that no matter what happens to you whether you know the weather's bad you know things with work job anything anything like even with pandemics as long as you're inner balance and you're at inner peace like things will always work out mm. and most people just don't get to that you know they just always want more 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 and um, that's what I want to teach with in mind is like you gotta you can be happy like where you're at right now you just yeah. it all starts with your mind like all your perspective what do you think yeah uh, what do you think Vicky that that stops someone from who's in that space that stops them from continuing down that path because like obviously like we've been there before where you're just really competitive and like you just only solely focused on materialistic stuff and all that kind of stuff but um, it's very, it feels like when you're there in that, in that, that moment where you're at that, that point where you have a choice as to, to go further into that or to let go of that and then go into something that's more compassionate and, and positive. What do you think is the biggest challenge that someone has when they're at that moment and they're trying to make, they're tossing up between the two directions yeah. to go? Like, at the moment of going from dark side to light side? Yeah, like, this is kind of at a, at a point. Like, they know that, okay, if I continue down this road, like, this is going to be bad. But, you know, like, what do I do? Like, yeah. Yeah. 
it's the one thing I learned that is it's addiction. Like you're just addicted. Like there's the one quote I heard is like, once you go first class from coach to first class, it'll be very hard if, if you ever had to go to first class to coach. Like you just, nah. well, you'll do anything. Yeah. Like I've, I've um, listened to like an audio of an individual who went dark side and he was saying that he would, he would back then it was like traveler's checks they would he would have fake traveler's checks because he lost money and he really he would not fly coach like he would not because like he's he's like first class so he would fake that just to get that first class flight like that's dark side i mean like that's like addiction i mean i it's like once you get there you just like want more and more because like it's the status and all that and you're feeding your your mind and your 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 you're just feeding yourself with all these things because you admit you you think it feels good but deep down your gut feeling it's not right hmm. um and that's the, that's the path of that dark side is like you just want to keep going going because you get all those things like it's someone who's addicted like someone addicted to drugs yeah. you just want more and more and more like you'll do anything just so you'll even break the law yeah so that's that's the path of that route and i mentioned a story the other day just like how you know i know someone who knew somebody who was going that dark route where like like their eyes you can see like they're they're doing certain things in their business just to get money or they're in their company just to get money um you can see like the black uh, lines under their eyes like they were going dark side you can tell because they just wanted more they wanted that nice house they want that car anything to do even if it wasn't the best interest of the client mm. so um if you can stop yourself and realize that it, it can be hard. It is definitely hard. Um, I guess once that person comes to, um, I guess, just like a realization that this is wrong, like they can eventually go that route. And we can go back to the analogy of Star Wars. Like Darth Vader eventually had like a realization that he's like, well, this is wrong. Like he, yeah. he eventually went light side, but he had to go that down that dark path to realize it. So, um, that's the one thing it's <laughs> I know it, 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 it's a good question because when I do these studies about dark side and light side manifestation it mm. seems like the once you're in the dark side like and you you, you keep going deeper and deeper yeah. those stories like they don't go back <laughs> yeah that's interesting would you say like um I, th I think a big part is the willingness to um to let go of the stuff like, I think, um, it seems like that when you're at that fork, like, it's very important to be okay with, if I lose everything, then that's fine. And just, if you can bring yourself to that point, like, where if I lose all the stuff that I have and go back to zero, um, mm -hmm. and I'll be okay. Like, if, if you can bring yourself to that point mentally, then that kind of shifts that in a sense because then you you start to unwind the addiction <laughs> towards the other thing right like i don't know like that's just what i'm thinking because <laughs> that's what that's what i thought no, that, no that's good like, yeah because that's what i thought like, about that's, the that's, that's uh, sales so thing yeah the one thing I, I i mentioned that you're if you're willing to lose the material things like if mm. like yes you can have you can manifest all the material things you want on the light side like you mentioned but you won't Oh, definitely. But as on the light side, 
you're actually willing to let those things go because you know deep down inside things that are going to give you inner peace and happiness that's why when you're on dark side you just want to hold on to the stuff you just want to hold on to it because you know like this is the stuff that makes me happy the moment it's gone the stuff it won't make me it's external factors that's yeah. keeping you because they've externalized the permission of that feeling onto that right so yeah that's a good point mm. that's cool so why, why do you think it's important to have like a positive mindset especially during these times yeah, that's a good question. Like, definitely during the pandemic, you should have a definitely a positive mindset because, um, and when I say positive mindset, not just positive thinking, because positive thinking is mm. just, it's just imagine that just being positive and no deep downside, you're not feeling the best. That's, that's yeah. like, that's artificial positive thinking. When I mean like an actual positive mindset is that you're actually, you actually feel good. And the reason why you, you got to have a positive mindset during this kind of pandemic is because like everyone in the world, we're all connected um, energetically through the mm. mind, through this collective consciousness. And we're actually literally picking up thoughts from other people. Yeah. Like if, if I can send a thought, dude, it's just our brains are just powerful. If I send a thought to someone like powerful, like someone I know in India, they'll get that thought within seconds. Like that's just amazing how the mind works. And the moment that you focus on um, like, being well being being the best person and on your well-being yeah um during this time you're actually positively impacting the world because the best version of yourself can actually help people in the world uh and i mentioned before is that when you that one person has that positive mindset like genuinely hmm. you positively impact indirectly over two hundred fifty thousand people um and it just wow. trickles after that so the more of us that think this way like you james like myself the more better it will be for the world. Um, and that's more on an energetic sense and, and well-being. Yeah. And when, when your mind, you're more calm and more peaceful, you're less susceptible to getting stress and sicknesses and things like that um, because your mind's so powerful. And mm. that's why, like, when even just to help prevent, um, just to help yourself with, uh, you know, your well-being, that's number one is your mindset. It's just, it's just amazing how, how your mind works. So. Yeah. yeah, that's why I find it so powerful to use it. Mm. Um, yeah, and just just yeah, just make sure that you you have that well being. It's all it just over with your mind, and and the one thing you can do is uh, during the pandemic is really just cut down on the news. Like you yeah. don't have to be uh, you don't have to be inundated. It's just be informed. Definitely makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I remember you mentioned the. Um, I mean, I mean. There's like, there's the, I remember when I first, the pandemic first started, like I, I was falling into that. I was watching the mm. news and I, I, I felt myself within the second week, James, I felt I was feeling like low. I didn't feel the best. And the moment I switched from changing all that news, listening to it, to focusing on myself and well-being, like things just worked out. And I even shared that with people, Yeah. like on my IG, I had a short video on that and I noticed it helped positively impact a lot of other people messaging me saying, thanks so much for sharing that. You know, it's just because that that one thing if you just change during the pandemic just cut down the news <laughs> it's good good words of advice <laughs> oh i think it cut out a bit oh wait here we go we're back yeah and i mentioned uh i think you mentioned the other day vicky <laughs> was that uh that changing yourself um and 
changing your own mindset, it was a lot easier for other people around you to um, to almost like observe and see how you handle different situations. Um, just being around a positive person and that subconsciously influenced them, which then could get them to make certain decisions and shifts in their own mindset and um, get them to question like, okay, am I really approaching this situation properly? You know, um, could I have handled this a little bit better? And just those tiny little like ideas or those tiny little thoughts um, really made a big impact in, in how they then, you know, change their behavior over time and then how other people in their circle started to observe them. And yeah, I thought that was really cool what you said <laughs> last time we yeah. talked. Yeah, it, 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 um, yeah, that's a good one too. Like when you, like even when I mentioned about you, you James, like when you post that positive video, yeah, like if people, even just 10 people positively get impacted by that. Hmm. And those 10 people each get 10 people who get 10 people. It's, it's a triple effect. I yeah. mean, you posting that's that one thing and just sharing that you are like helping, even though it doesn't show like that certain people, but you you could potentially be positively impacting millions of people just by even people sharing it, yeah, and then being shared and then remembering that, and that's why I always think like even even myself when um with uh, like an old coworker like we. I noticed her when she started spending time with me more. Yeah. Her mindset started changing. Started, and I started just planting seeds every day, James. I just start thinking, yeah. look for the gold. She's like, "What do you mean that you don't? I don't believe in that." I kid you not. One month later, she'd be. She, we were talking, and she's like, "Vicky, why aren't you looking for the gold?" <laughs> so, and she still uses that concept, even though we don't work together. Yeah. Um, another concept she uses is um, the word cancel like you know yourself with our training is that you know whenever you, a negative thought comes in negative feeling the words cancel cancel saying it after another it energetically clears it from your mind yeah so she started using that as well and she started sharing it with people she works with so it's just amazing that one person that you can impact can potentially impact hundreds thousands of millions it's just it's just it's just it's, quite it's amazing. wild right yeah that's yeah. really cool Huh. Yeah, what what's uh, what are some things that you're working on now, Vicky? Like, um I know you got your Bright in Mind uh IG, like what's what's your major intent for that? Yeah, so right now I'm just working on um uh working on my free course on mm. Bright in Mind. Just because I had a lot of people messaging me, asking me to like, consider like a course, and I, you know, yeah. and I even got some feedback, and yeah, people were interested. So yeah, um, starting on that, just like a basic course and just mindset. Um, I'm also gonna be thinking. I'm thinking of like YouTube. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, right now, I'm really just um, working with my audience. Any mm. mindset, especially during this time, because that's why I felt like I really got to push push that mindset because of like the pandemic like you know and seeing people being disempowered Definitely. i want to share as much as i could on the knowledge that i know that so that's the best like i want to do is just help my audience and just not to my audience, but just people just around me anything i can do to help with the mindset especially yeah that's good <laughs> yeah yeah hey so there was this one thing that brought up that we brought up last time was this idea of yeah in like the information age and how some of the courses now uh from i guess the time that we met um back then 
the courses were part of what, or the, the model or the structure that was created was basically people have a free course or a free seminar and stuff and they get upsold to more and more deeper information and that was a model that worked in the information age and we're moving more into what's called the intuition age which is what you said um or what you mentioned last time what are your thoughts on that and how things are going with that in terms of what people should be focusing on and maybe just some ideas around that yeah like so um definitely people it's i'm sure you feel there's a shift going on right now Mm. and the shift that they're saying is from information age to intuition age and I remember you mentioned, James, you're like, wow, really? Information age just, just got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's how fast that the world's moving and changing. And, you know, I've heard of other days, like, the world, the world does want change. Hmm. And that's why we're moving quickly into this intuition age. People are starting to pick up on this stuff, James. Like, there's so many more people I know who are, like we mentioned before, is like, who are accepting this personal development stuff. Before, yeah. people are like, oh, what's that now it's everywhere mm. there's more youtube videos there's more it pages there's way more than there were i'd say 10 to 20 years ago so it's just it's just completely amazing and people are starting to pick up it's it's great to see people are starting to pick up definitely like they're got when they see certain things on the news or anything they're like they question they're like is this right yeah, because I know before uh, years ago, I, I, people would be like, "Oh, this is what was said," blah blah. But now people are coming to me and said, "Do you think that's true?" I don't know if it is. So it's cool. Yeah, like you can you can even see it from. I'm sure if you can notice even your friends or family, even my friends or family. I'm even noticing that they're even questioning things before they would ever, James. They'd be like, "Oh, this is just how it is," but now when I see them questioning, they're fo- starting to follow their intuition. Yeah, it's awesome to see. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Brighten Mind Podcast. Please subscribe and listen to more ways to brighten your mind.